Welcome to Curating the Curious, the podcast that celebrates staying curious in life and never settling into a box. Hosted by former elementary teacher, television actress, LA realtor, wine slinger, salesperson, waitress, family photographer, and forever student of life, me, Leanna Azzalini. Hello and welcome back, everyone. Although I didn't plan to, I ended up taking the entire month of December off. I It just felt really good at first, and then I started spending more time with my family, and then it just kept going and going, and before I knew it, I was here in January. So <laughs> I'm back, and I'm really excited. I've missed doing this. And today, I really want to talk about sitting down and designing the roadmap for your life. You don't have to call it a roadmap. You can feel free to call it anything you like. I'm seeing everybody on social media kind of having so many opinions on whether they want to do goal setting or intention setting, or some people prefer the term New Year's resolution, while others don't like that word. And (laughs) then some people just want to choose a word or a theme for the year and simplify it, whatever works best for you and your mindset, do that. I'm not here to change your mind on anything or convince you of what you should be doing. It's all just semantics. And in my opinion, however you choose to phrase it, we're just finding ways to design the roadmap of our lives. What kind of possibility is out there for you in the upcoming months or years? It's just our way of kind of writing things down, what we want, what we want to see, the possibility, kind of digging for it and searching for for what new things we can find for ourselves. So instead of having a judgment on what a new year should be about, I want to challenge you to just open your mind, relax about it, and just ask yourself this little question. Just ask yourself if there's anything that you would like to change when it comes to your personal and or professional life. That's it. That's really all it is. Behavior change. I'd love for us to stop the labeling in the new year in any way that might hold us back from actually taking the time to just sit down and write your thoughts down on paper. That is the most important part, putting something on paper and then living with it throughout the year, looking at it, reviewing it, saying, hey, is this working for me? Hey, do I need to change something? One of my greatest passions is creating a life vision for myself and then turning it into my own personal blueprint. This goes back to the days when I was in real estate Oh, I feel like it was like 17 years ago where I was first introduced to the law of attraction and all of those things that you may or may not believe in. It does not matter, but it led me into knowing that you have to write down your plans no matter what, no matter how you view it. Every time I have taken the time to get super specific, I have eventually brought those goals that I've written down to life. Not because I wrote them down, 
But because I wrote them down, I looked at them daily, weekly, monthly, and I put things into place. I had a visual picture and a visual reminder to get me to that place. So I won't say that all of these things happen within a specific year's time or exactly when you want it to, but everything I've written down and that I have continued to focus on and look at, they have all come to fruition, big and small. To be honest, I've actually been known to skip this a few years here and there. I on I didn't even do it last year. I think I was just too overwhelmed and I kind of knew what I wanted to do with this podcast and it was kind of my my biggest vision for the year, so I did not sit down and do this. But I'm ready to come back at it. I'm ready to embrace the full planning process again and I want to take you all with me. I think it's a really important part of your year of your life. It doesn't actually matter when you do it. It doesn't need to be in January, whenever you feel like it. I usually avoid terms like crushing it when it comes to goal setting. I'm not like a hardcore seller, a hardcore anything really. I'm very passionate, but I also tend to come from a bit more of a mild and flexible place. This year more than ever. And not because I don't see lots of promise ahead. I really do. Even though things are still crazy. Oh, we don't even need to get into it. I mean, all over the world, it's different. And I know that I'm dealing with people from all walks of life. So I'm going to generalize, but we know we're not, you know, out of it yet. (laughs) But I'm approaching things with a mild and flexible view, not just because I'm not totally optimistic. I do see things in a positive way, but because I just want to come at this new year with a slower and steadier pace, with a stronger foundation and stronger footing. That kind of thing takes time. It takes time to get it written out and it takes time to create a true vision that you can see in your mind, a vision that you can live and breathe with in order to bring about true change or just something cool that you want to happen. Who knows? However you want to view it. I want things to feel exciting and new and hopeful. I really do. But I also want to keep it manageable. At the same time, I don't know if it's the same for you guys, but it seems like the hotter I come in out of the gates, the easier it is for me to fizzle out faster. So I'm like the tortoise and the hare. I'm the tortoise right now. I'm looking for this year to become something where we can take full inventory of everything that we have done that we want to do and do a deep focus on true and lasting behavior change. Slow and steady, moving with the ebb and flow of life, knowing there are going to be, you know, two steps forward, one step back, and just keep, keep heading forward. My full personal process of mapping out my goals and intentions for the year takes weeks, actually, not days. And I don't want to scare any of you out of this, but I actually love it. And it's a fun process. And it's just something where things unfold. It's not like, oh, let's just zip this out here and see what happens. There's a true process to it. I've been doing this stuff for over 16 years 
And in order for me to create something that I want to live and grow with throughout the year and look at almost every day, I believe we need to just follow a plan in pencil, meaning a plan that's flexible, and keep revising and reviewing until it feels right. So it it could take a few weeks until you know in your heart who you will need to become in order to accomplish these goals that you're setting. You are the architect of your life, building it piece by piece. As Oprah says, while the canvas of your life is painted with daily experiences, behaviors, reactions, and emotions, you are the one holding the brush. And she's right. We really are the creators of our lives. The artists holding the paintbrush, the architect drawing out the blueprint, and the cartographer designing our roadmap. It is all up to us in the end. Do you know that the average person lasts 36 days with their new year goals and resolutions? That's not good. I don't want that to happen to you. I don't want that to happen to me. I want it to last and I want it to work. It's really easy to see this sad epidemic happening by just like hitting the local gym every year in January. I walk into the gym. I actually like going to the gym, so I go regularly, but I walk into the gym every January and I find that every machine is taken. There are no classes with any space. And then I throw up my hands and I decide to walk out the door for the next month until everything is back to normal again. Because after so many years of watching this happen, I know that most people take giant steps for behavior change in the beginning, but because they're not backed or supported by anything, they will revert to their usual behavior pretty quickly because no other changes or written out decisions were made. Nothing was really done in a way that would change behavior, so they go back and the gyms become empty by mid-February. It happens every single year, and it's kind of like the living embodiment of the whole New Year's resolution thing. And there are so many reasons why this occurs so often, but I believe that there really are ways to transform this, and I've seen it in my own life, so I'm going to stand behind it. It's truly all about finding clarity. Clarity is the key and focusing in on all of the details, the little details, those daily little moments in your life that affect so much more than you realize. So I've talked about it on Instagram. I haven't talked about it here yet. I created a free class on goal setting and the link is in the show notes. I have spent the last month revising and expanding this class because I put it out there on Instagram and a bunch of people signed up and I was like, oh shoot, okay, (laughs) I have to make this something worth their while here. This is a lot more people than I expected. So I'm putting this out here in this episode because I am really working on this. Yes, I know we're in the first week of January and most people would have released that by now, but I'm not in a rush. I don't think that everything has to be settled on the 1st of January. I did not come out of the gates running. You just got to have your mind on like, hey, what do I want to do? Let's work on this. Let's take some time. I've been revising and expanding the class. As I said, I'm hoping to 
be able to have it finished for you by sometime next week. But I'm not releasing it until it's ready because I want it to be something where you're like, okay, this was real. This wasn't some email grab or, you know, what have you. I really do want to give you something that works. So while I work on finishing the details, I have some homework for you. First, go to the show notes, sign up for this free class. Yes, you will be giving me your email and no, I do not email a lot and I don't expect myself to be one of those people that's hounding you. So (laughs) feel free to do it. Of course, I'll send things. I'm sure. I hope this year, but not many. So subscribe, send me your email, and this is your homework. I learned this from Tim Ferriss, and because it ended up being so enlightening for me, I've added this to be the first thing that I do at the end of each year now. Before I get to my goals, before I get to all the things that I'm going to teach you in my goal setting class, this is what I have written down for myself to do because I think it's so important to really reflect on what you did the past year. So even if you don't sign up to take my free class, do this, what I'm about to tell you. If you do nothing else, do this. Okay, so this is what it is. Schedule out some time for a few days in the upcoming week or so where you can just sit down undisturbed with a piece of paper and a pen. Gather last year's calendar, whatever journaling materials or anything that you have recorded your daily plans or activities for in 2021. Anything that's going to, you know, let you know what you did, what you scheduled, who you spent your time with. Number one. At the top of your paper, make two columns with a line down the middle. Positive on the left, negative on the right. Those are your two columns. Number two, go through those calendars and such from last year week by week with this paper in front of you. For each week, write down any person, activity, or commitments that you made that triggered a peak positive or negative emotions for you. Put each one in their respective column. Next, once you reviewed the whole year and categorized those people, activities, commitments, what have you, decipher what 20% of each column, positive or negative, produced the most reliable or powerful peaks, bad and good, okay? So just kind of maybe take a highlighter and decide, okay, what were, what's the top 20% of things that really were the most in this category? Highlight those. Then get out another sheet of paper, take your positive leaders and make a whole page for them. Write all of those positive leaders down. Write it on a page that says, do more of this. To do. And then take that list and get on your calendar for 2022, start scheduling more of that for this year, okay? Put them on your calendar now, whatever you can. And there are so many things that you can, like schedule that lunch with that amazing person that brings you so much joy. Go back to Disneyland or that place that that made you so happy, you know, just et cetera, et cetera, you get the idea. 
Then make a list of all these positive things and find any way you can to start seeing them appear on your calendar for the rest of the year. Keep that list in front of you. Don't hide that. You need to know what those positive people and and activities are. And you need to remember that. Next, do the same with your negative leaders and write out a separate not to do list. This is a list of the people and things that you already know drain you, drain you of your joy. Make a point to keep this list again, somewhere you can see it in order to stop you from adding these things to your calendar, these people to your calendar. Do not allow yourself to back down on this out of obligation or FOMO or any other nonsense. Don't be guilted into it. Obviously, we know, you know, some people cannot be avoided at at all times, unfortunately, but you get the idea. Do as much as you can in this arena. So now you now have the two most important lists for you to grow from in this upcoming year. You now have a list of all the things that have enhanced your life in the past year and also the things that have drained you. Seeing it in writing, I promise, is so huge. Not only is it a great way to remember and remind yourself, but if you don't go and and specifically make these lists through the week, I swear you're going to pass over some important things. So get it written out, look at them, keep them in a place where you can look at them each day. Don't hide these lists from yourself when you're finished. Keep them there. And... One very important thing that Tim said at the end of this, when he was explaining what he does each year, he said, remember, it's not enough to remove the negative. Too much removing creates a void. Get the positive things on the calendar ASAP, lest they get crowded with all of the BS and all of the noise that will otherwise fill your days. Be intentional about getting those positive things in there. And that part really hit me because last year for me was a very big year of weeding out of cutting things out, cutting certain people out that were draining me. All of those things, I forgot to fill some of those voids. When I heard him say that, I was like, a light went on, aha moment, hello, I have some pretty big voids that I need to fill this year. So I wanted to pass that on to you. That is your homework. I am working on this free class, hoping to have it for you next week. Sign up for it. Honestly, I'm super, super pumped about this class on goal setting. And I decided to do it because it is a super important part of what I'm passionate about. But I wanted to kind of like gather my people and see who that connects with. And that will lead me to the other things that I plan on doing for the year. So I'm doing it for free because I love it and I'm passionate about it. And I know it will bring me the right people for my upcoming projects. So, you know, I do want to give this to you guys because I think it's really important. I want to share it with you and I want to see what we can do together this year. I'll be back soon with more episodes and hopefully some interviews in the upcoming month. And until then, do your homework, sign up for my class and stay curious.